Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I have PTSD, a pretty thin stubby dong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm RJ. <laughs> thin but stubby. Thin and stubby. Why didn't you say thick stubby? I probably meant to, but um, <laughs> you know, I got this. I got the sick thing going on right now, and it just it just shrivels up. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <clears throat> I got the flu dong. Yeah, the flu dong. Yeah. Flu it's sex. Ugh. Yeah. It's extra warm. Is it worth it? Probably. Yeah. True. I don't know. RJ, what's I actually? I don't know. RJ, what's a uh, what's Filipino sex like? You have to be able to do a handstand. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you're a virgin. Virgin. What if that was your superpower? <laughs> like you, you didn't know that at your current uh, physical capacity that you could do a handstand is like nothing. <laughs> like literally just try it and you're like, holy shit, that's yeah. what I figured out. That would be like a Filipino superpower too, like like everybody's getting X-Men powers and like Filipino guys like look I can do a handstand <laughs> like you made it look so easy yeah. like, try it and I try it and I'm like holy shit <clears throat> like did you try that before I'm like no it's like, how do you know it's your superpower it feels pretty cool I like it <laughs> do you think that uh, I think it was for a long time but why, what do you think how do you guys feel towards sex being cultural Ooh, what, what, what do you mean? Like, you sticking with your own race? This, uh, no. this is something we can get into. Yeah. Inside cultures, they have specific types of sex. You mean like Kama Sutra? Well, there's that, yes. I don't know what other example. Like, do they have like Mexican sex? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I, the only thing I think of is Kama Sutra. <laughs> well, we know. And then like you're... Jewish through a sheet. Which apparently isn't true. It's yeah, supposedly, but you know. <laughs> We know how the Greeks had sex. Yeah, in the butt with boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny. Go from the Kama Sutra to just child rape, gay rape. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's just be, what we do culturally. Yeah, sex has got to be cultural because, like, it was always you know growing up for us. It was like, oh, in Germany they like shit stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like those are like newer cultural things. Though. Like, <laughs> you think so? I don't maybe think they've always are... been into shit. <laughs> maybe they have. Actually, the Germans are fucking freaky. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, you just I, I haven't read too much like old German literature, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know any other like like australian do they have they don't even have a culture down there do they maybe like imagine if this was 500 years ago and you're going on an expedition and you find a new land and they're having sex differently yeah you know true I mean? it's gotta yep. that's gotta be like cultural at some point i don't know if it still is because the internet <laughs> stuff but there had been some point where like someone was traveling to the fucking philippines and they were having like, wild sex, and they were like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Using ping pong paddles for some reason. <laughs> uh, I've, I feel like the Kama Sutra just has everything, though. Like you don't need anything else. It, like if you just go to India and you find the Kama Sutra, then you're like, "Oh, we learned everything. Like mm. everything's in here, except for shit." Apparently, I, wonder, I don't know. I haven't read it. I'd like to know the history of the printing of the Kama Sutra. Yeah. Because they were like England and went over there and kind of colonialized it for a long time. But like, 
did they like mass print it and bring it back to England? Because England isn't – they're like Protestant and Catholic, so they're not like – Real into known for being sexy, sex, sex. Yeah. Well, and like India was known for like arranged marriages too. Oh, yeah, that's true. So it's kind of weird. Like somebody mentioned that like they got rid of arranged marriages recently, which is why like Indian dudes are just so horny on the internet. <laughs> they just found the internet and they yeah. don't have to marry like somebody they're assigned to. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I'm going to go find bobs around the world. <laughs> that is strange. They have like the complete understanding of the sexual experience, yet they're so closed off to that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It seems more like a like a Chinese or a Japanese thing to me. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to know different cultures to have sex throughout the world. So, yeah, no. like Eskimos. I just want to know how they do it because it's Ooh. so cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna suck. <sighs> I could suck something. Suck that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wh- what was their reasoning in Greece for like banging little boys? We've always banged little boys. Okay, sure. <laughs> Don't put me in this conversation. Don't say all we. of mankind. No, no, no. <laughs> but like they had, it was like their thing. Was it so they didn't cheat on their wives? Oh, I don't know. I th- I think they just like banging boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because culturally it's so different back then. Because like gladiators banged each other. That yeah. Was like so part of was the that like? But that like they were. You know, in the military, basically, and, like, away from women for so long. Well, the gladiators so, were slaves, and they were banging each other. The Spartans, they banged each other. That was the military. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, they were probably just away for so long, and they're like, well, half of us are probably going to die anyways. Oh, yeah. And, they, like, I don't want to jerk off in front of these dudes because that's super gay, so let's just fuck each other? I can't imagine how much time they spent with their wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they probably, yeah. at a max, they lived until 45, and yeah. like how much of that percentage is actually spending time with your wife or your child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You'd never know your father. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they get mom pregnant and then they take off for years. This is what we're meant to do. That's true. As men. We're supposed That's to true. bang and go to war. Yeah. And then bang each other at war. <laughs> yeah. Let's go storm the Capitol. <laughs> Coming for you, AOC. <laughs> It's in my ancestry. <laughs> Man, that's one of my favorite uh, things that Dr. Umar Johnson talks about. Is he talks about like why uh, black people should only marry black people, and uh, because oh, that guy. yeah, he breaks it down statistically. In uh, he he just decides on his statistics and what he's grabbing <laughs> from. Yeah, but he talks about how um, on average uh, women outlive men. Right. Yeah. So, and black men like to date white women. And so he says, don't marry them. And because marriage is like a contract that has to do with money. Right. Yeah. And so the idea is like a white woman wears, marries a black dude, outlives the black dude, gets all the money from the black dude, and then gets that money not back into black culture, but it goes back into white culture mm. and never brings up their children. Yeah, <laughs> it's never the his conversation is never about well, what, why doesn't she the money go back into her kids who are black 
it's it goes back into white culture. <laughs> well, because they're half white now, so yeah. they're not black anymore. Yeah. Probably in his eyes, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah but it's all based off of how women outlive men. <laughs> I, he, I mean, I don't know. From that black guy's point of view, if he like looks at those half black, half white kids, and it says like, "Well, they're not black because they're mixed." Like, if a white person looks at a half black kid, and they say like, "That kid's not white." We yeah. kind of just accept, yeah, they're not white, obviously. Yeah. Like, who is the racist in that? I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. It, it sounds bad either way. Yeah. Well. Huh. The world's a strange place. Call me Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the, I think he is, I think he's part of the, uh, the people who think that segregation was a good thing and we should go back to it. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, <laughs> there was so much, like, with the uh, black stock, mar- stock market and stuff, like, there was so much innovation that was happening inside inside their culture that once segregation oh, went yeah. away, the the innovation was, was spread into white culture. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, you do hear about, like, that, uh, where was that, in Kansas City? That's when the Jays come into play. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I saw that season of Fargo. Uh, but they had that like Black Wall Street thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even know the whole thing that happened with that. Just very briefly, I just knew that it was like a very prominent area. It's kind of the same things happening with uh, Atlanta yeah. now. Yeah, it was in the South, and it was rivaling our stock market. And yeah. the KKK came in on airplanes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I learned it from the Watchmen TV show. <laughs> yeah, it came on airplanes yeah. and just bombed everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wild. Oh. <sighs> I mean, that's a pretty cool move, though. Like, <laughs> if you're going to do something racist, you better do it from a plane. Right. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, all right, so this is episode 123 of the podcast. This is Devin's Mix. Um, Devin, I'm going to shorten your mix title when I post it, but you're more than welcome to say the full title now. I mean, yeah, I'll say it. It's <laughs> called, you're probably expecting Emolution Gold Edition instead of some obnoxiously long emo song title. <laughs> <coughs> Couldn't even get through that. Yeah, that comes. <laughs> in there. Yeah, it really is. Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> come, yes. Cummingens. Lo- lodging. Lodging numbers. Come, lo- come lozenges? Yes. <laughs> Coles. Okay, like, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> I don't know what he's getting at here. Is he saying like a racist term for Native Americans? A bit of cum. Okay. Cummingens. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, a cum stick instead of a honey stick? Cum stick. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, if it's sweetened, yeah, likes his cum sausages. Yeah, if it's sweetened like cinnamon roll frosting, we can still keep mm-hmm. the name Pixie Stick. That still works for us. <laughs> that works. <laughs> That's for sissy boys. <laughs> you know, there's like a group of guys, uh, well, gay guys that just call themselves sissies. Oh yeah, I had no That's idea. Ten. It's so cool. Dude, do you know about bug catchers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> I still don't. I don't understand the point of it. Is to find I'm, everlasting love. You're stuck with oh. that person because you guys have the same thing now. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a, so it's they're just very hopeless romantic. romantics. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Where's the Judd Apatow comedy about that? That's a beautiful. That's a meat cute. Or did you know about bug catchers? 
I do not. Well, it's about men who go seeking uh, various diseases to be uh, uh, attached to their loved one now, Aww. including the HIV. See, I was just playing the song before we started, and I was saying this is perfect for a movie trailer, but for, like, the Bug Catchers movie. Like, <laughs> Michael was a single gay guy living in the city looking for his love. Known as a sissy. Yes. <laughs> a sissy uh, bottom. Yes. To be specific. <laughs> oh, I still I I don't want it to explain to me. I want it to be a mystery forever. The definition of top and bottom, I know which one's which, but like <laughs> I've experienced well, both, okay. <laughs> I know I don't even know what the sideways is, you know? I, I get it from all angles. But I don't understand like the significance of the words top and bottom. But maybe I just don't understand the mechanics of gay sex. Yes. I feel like they could do it either way. Yeah. Like a top could be a bottom and a bottom could be a top. RJ, what if I were to say to you that there's that men have a G spot in their butt? I would say you're correct. Oh, so you will have anal sex with me. <laughs> I mean, as long as I get off, I'll get what I can get. Okay, all right. All right. Good to know. For all those men out there seeking a Filipino man. <laughs> you have to do a handstand, though. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of gay men can do handstands. So that's not Apparently, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> those sissy boys are doing that all the way down the parade. <laughs> yeah, that's, how you, that's how you get uh, men to turn. You just tell them there's a G-spot in your asshole. And I'm like, what? Yeah. As soon as you do a handstand, all the Filipinos know. That's they're how you get like, to the G-spot. They're like, we, we know how to do it. We know what's up. Archie, you're really quiet. Very, very quiet. He said he turned me up on his end. Oh, well, I, okay. I turned both of you up. But oh, okay. Yeah, RJ's just not talking loud enough. Yeah, I, I cough he's a, if I he's talk. a little sissy boy. He's being a little sissy boy today. <laughs> Man, I was gonna say something. What was I gonna say? I was about sissy boys or tops and no. bottoms? I guess I can. We're, I guess I can spend some time talking about Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking of tops and bottoms, Pikachu, top or bottom? Uh, Pikachu's a bottom, Raichu's a top, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But, I mean, what evolved form of a Pokemon is not the top, you know? Ooh. Good like question. Doug Trio, obviously the top to Diglett. Yes. Diglett's maybe getting reamed out. Maybe Hypno to Drowsy to Hypno. Hypno doesn't seem like a top. He's got that little... Oh. He's going to make you fall asleep. He might rape you. I feel like Gyarados is a secret bottom. <laughs> to Magikarp? Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. What a power bottom. Ooh, there's a... Ch- <laughs> Ch- uh, Ch- Does Chauncey have an evolved form? I think Chauncey might. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to picture Chauncey. No. No, I would say the that one Pokemon I sent you uh, a while ago... <laughs> It was like months ago that I said that you were. Um, that is kind of a, yes. evolves into a top or into a bottom. He's like <laughs> yes. that weird purple thing with like a weird yellow mustache, and he's got he's got some cool yes. uh, style to him. So, what's this Mayan pyramid gorilla? He's fucking sick. I just caught one. What is what is his deal? <laughs> he's a rock type Pokemon, bro. It looks like Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> 
he starts off as this like the the first form of him is just this little cube that's just like crawling around on the ground (laughs) and then he forms more cubes (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah i just caught one of those so like in in violet i'm basically i'm almost done with it so like i've done all the missions i'm a pokemon league champion and then now you go into there's a in this giant open world map there's a giant crater in the middle of it that you can't go into until you like basically beat all the things. And so like, I'm at that point where I'm in the crater and, uh, in the crater it's called like area zero. And that's where the very, very strong Pokemon are. <sighs> yes. So that's why I found one of the, one of those pyramid dudes was walking around. I was like, hell yeah, I'm taking you. I'm not going to oh. spend time evolving your bitch ass into you. <laughs> not doing that. Little cube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See that little cube is obviously bottom. Yeah. So that behemoth. <clears throat> yeah, my whole my whole team, uh, my main my main two are almost to seventy experience level seventy, and then my whole team's in the sixties because I've just Jesus. I just fucked everyone already. You don't even know. <laughs> I have almost, I have I think I have out of my six I've got four dragons. That's what I'm working with now. I've got four oh, dragon types, like Khaleesi. Yeah, I've got Dragon Knight in there, which you guys know. Dragon like, Knight. Yeah, from Dragon. Uh, Dragonair. Dragonair goes into Dragonite. He's that orange dragon. I only know Spyro. Oh, he's cooler than Spyro. <laughs> I mean, cooler than Spyro. And then I've got no Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Box Caliber, and that's basically looks like Godzilla. Uh, Box got, Caliber? Yeah, he's fucking sick. What? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a box of bullets. Uh, I evolved this uh, this Pokemon named Sligu, who is a snail into a snail dragon now, and he looks fucking sick. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be awesome if you could just turn any Pokemon into a dragon form of their, of their selves. Yeah, I wish. Those are the ones that uh, I love the most. I figured that out playing yeah. this game, be like, I just want the dragons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've just I don't been... want a water type. <laughs> well, you can have water type dragons. That's the thing. That's, I mean, going after the dragons is very Puerto Rican of you. Yeah, just well, it seems like the type that you would go after. I really love the this whole the dual types, the dual type dragons is what I'm after. Mm. They got two things that they can learn. They can learn ice stuff and fire stuff sometimes. Yeah, okay, pretty cool. All right. pretty cool. All right. Yeah, but I sent you I guys like... King Gambit, that samurai that evolved. I love that guy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and whatever that little like V6 engine thing is, is just. Is that a Pokemon or is that a car? Uh, that's a Pokemon. You do battle <laughs> giant cars in this. <laughs> like Mater from Cars? Uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> it's just a crossover. It's becoming Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> just Final Fantasy with Goofy. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking weird. sick. I gotta play it. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it's, uh, I haven't played uh, a new Pokemon game since the Wii. Um, but I fucking love it. I think they did such a good job with it. I'm almost done with it. Uh, I probably have. I'll probably be finished with it this week. Um, just fucking everything up. <laughs> Some of the things that you need to evolve, like man, to to get a slow king, man. I tried getting a slow king for you this week, uh, RJ. I couldn't do it because you gotta you gotta trade the stone. And I'm not going to go onto the internet and find someone to trade things with. Oh, you have to trade them with a person? Yes. Oh. Yes. That's dumb. (laughs) 
No. I'm not doing that for you, RJ. That's dumb. Not for RJ. I've got he a really good bit. I think my slow bro is at level 57, so just be happy with that, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm content with that. Right. You better be. Uh, I was playing that new Warzone and uh, just got a headset, and this dude was just going off, just yelling. He was on my team and uh, just yelling about, like, just saying stuff about gay people. Hell yeah. And like he was going off on just some like Andrew Tate shit. And I was like, yeah, that's cool, dude. And like I just like, kept on just agreeing with him. I was like, sure, yeah, keep going. <laughs> and it turns out he was doing a YouTube live stream. So it's all recorded on this YouTube video. And he's just like yelling at all these other like little girls that are playing Warzone. <laughs> it's like, you fucking cunt. You fucking cunt. You shouldn't have fucking shot me, you fucking cunt. That's <laughs> so good. You should have just said, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah. He was wild. I was so confused. I couldn't even keep up. I was like, damn, this dude's on another level. Can he Can he take your audio and just post it somewhere? It seems. It was weird. I felt kind of violated, but I was and actually monetize like. monetize off of it, too? Yeah. That doesn't seem like you should be able to do that. Yeah, that's what they do on Twitch. Like, if they play with, like, a, a random team. And now with the don't proximity like, chat, uh, like <clears throat> consent into entering something with Twitch, though, it's probably in like the Call of Duty agreements. Like once you start the game, because they have mm-hmm. uh, they have what's called proximity chat, where if you're near an enemy team in the game, you mm-hmm. can hear their microphones. Oh. So you can like talk to them, even if you can't see them. Be like, hey, like. We see you. We can shoot you right now. Do you want to join up with our team? And you can like enlist them, or this you can just so fucking gay. kill them. It's, it's so, so crazy. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, <laughs> you want to be want to be my friend on the internet? <laughs> I see you crouching behind that rock. Yeah, I know we're <laughs> enemies right now. Your butt looks real cute. <laughs> Jeans, boy. We could be frenemies. Come yeah. on, come over here and be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been fun. <laughs> the internet is so stupid. It's crazy. That's why yeah. when people complain about like regulating it, I'm just like, I know. It's so dumb. The internet is so stupid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen the shit that's on the internet? Yeah, it's so useless. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. All right. Well, enough Pokemon chat. Oh, I did. <laughs> I downloaded this game. <laughs> I downloaded this game for my son. Maybe uh, wait. I'll send you a picture of it later. You can look it up. But it's called. It's for. It's on the Switch. I don't know if it's on anything else. But it's called Crab Fighting. And Sick. you're just giant colossal crabs fighting in a city Sick. with each other. <laughs> Sick. You, you hold knives and guns and rocket what? launchers. <laughs> Yeah. What? Wait, is it called Fight Crab? Uh, crab, or crab Fighting. I think it's called Crab Fighting. It might be called Fight Crab. I'm not sure. Fight Crab Switch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just called Fight Crab. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I started playing that. I was like, hell yeah. I'm just fucking fucking up crabs. Oh, this looks fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to control, but it's fun. <laughs> oh, my God. You can just grab like light lampposts and. Yeah, and trees. Oh, he's got, and just he's got a big old axe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's a lobster in it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's a fun game. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So this is Devin's episode, uh, Emolution Gold Edition. Uh, go ahead and guess favorite, least favorite, favorite artist, Devin. Good luck. <sighs> I'm going to go out on a limb here. <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong. taking some chances this week. 
Mike four five three. Okay. RJ five three five. Four five three, huh? Mm-hmm. Four, mm-hmm. Five three. Five three five for Renduru. Five three five. Interesting. Interesting. I would not guess that for RJ. But we'll see. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I would not. Hmm. Uh, any thoughts before we go into this, RJ? I have nothing. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right, so first song on here, uh, Devin has is "Casual Discussion in a Dome Between Two Temples" uh, from the band Algernon Cadwalder. Ca- Cadwalder. Yeah. Cadwalder. Something, something like that. Off of the album Some Kind of Cadwallader from 2008. First track, 2 minutes and 26 seconds. Algernon Cadwallader is an American emo and math rock band from Yardley, Pennsylvania. They were originally active from 2005 to 2012. 2005 to 2012. Interesting. Mm -hmm. With an American uh, reunion tour plan in fall 2022, apparently. Uh, Serial Gum referred to the band as the heroes of the emo revival. Algernon Calderwall's <laughs> music has been described as emo and math rock. They cite Captain Jazz and the Beatles as influences. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Devin, <laughs> I'm gonna, is? you're six, so I'm going to be nice to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can take it. I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you and tell you I don't know, understand the point of this mix. <laughs> and I don't think that fourth wave emo is actually a thing. <laughs> you don't think it's a thing at all? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me why. When did third wave answers. end? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I think people are still doing uh, third wave up until so it didn't end. probably like 2012. But there was a new style that started, and uh, a lot of it was because of a revival. Was <clears throat> it? Yeah, a lot of it. The, are these the songs Twinkle supposed Daddy to era? represent the revival? Some of them. Oh, One of them okay. I put in there just as the uh, uh, I put in there because of the screamo element the post hardcore element uh or post emo element of it <clears throat> but yeah this uh like this style of this song is like obviously captain jazz captain jazz stopped doing what they were doing this band you know brought it back around the end of of, of third wave mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know kind of led into like the fourth wave um like they were the band that led into the emo revival sound like the uh, what do they call it the fa- uh, okay i'm getting tired now the founding <laughs> the founding fathers of the emo revival i guess uh and a lot of bands popped up as a result of it and the sound is like the twinkly guitars that were Reminiscent of Captain Jazz's math rock and American football's like obscure time signatures and their brand of like darker math rock with uh, alternate tunings and shit. 
So it was a little mix of that and then throw in a little bit more melody <clears throat> melody than the second wave stuff had. Kind of borrowed from maybe a little bit of the third wave or like late second wave. That's how I'd explain it. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't I just don't I so like I can understand. Okay. I can understand being like you've got the beginning of it, you've got the middle of it, and you've got where it is now. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what these songs are. And I don't think that they're anything. They're so good. I don't think, well, we'll get to that. But I don't think that this is a, if this music, if this is a representation of fourth wave emo, which is what you're, what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it exists. <laughs> Let me be honest with you. Okay. Does fifth wave emo exist? Uh, from my experience, it does. Okay. <laughs> so fourth wave exists. This just isn't it. I don't think it exists. But fifth wave does. I think. Do you see where I'm going with this? Well, so fifth wave would be fourth wave. Okay. So I think it goes from third wave. And if, then you would have these So I don't even in. believe in the waves, one. Yeah. I believe that third wave is emo. I believe that this is post emo. Okay. Everything before emo is indie. Okay. All the all the Midwest stuff, it's all just indie. And then before that is hardcore. Yeah. Post hardcore. Uh no, that's punk. Post punk. and post punk. Post punk. <laughs> but not like <laughs> but not like the police post punk or like public image post punk. No, it's my post punk. Your post punk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it does get hard because like it, you can't group these so Does it get hard? Yeah, because this band, uh, like, when did they come out? You said 2006? They started in 2005, as did almost all of these bands started during your third wave era. So, did the third, uh, are these included in third wave? Or did post, what do you call it, post emo? Mm -hmm. Did that start in the middle of emo's heyday? No, post emo started during this time. 2008? Yeah, that's we're done with emo. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then this is just post-emo. That's what I... Well, like, we'll get into the other four... This is the only song that's an outlier to me. Okay. This is the only song that I'll say for every other song, I have a specific thing I need to say for all of them. <laughs> but okay. this song is the only song that's like, oh, they're they're adding in a math rock element that wasn't in Midwest emo. Like Math Rock wasn't like a part of Midwest emo. Just Captain Jazz. Even that even from what I've listened to with Captain Jazz to what I've listened to with Math Rock, I wouldn't be like Captain Jazz Math Rock. Uh yeah. Yeah. I, this I mean, song I could be like, "Oh yeah, that's like a Math Rock riff." That makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, this I mean, this is like straight up Captain Jazz music though like it's almost a any jazz <laughs> no jazz no just jazz. The captain just the captain <laughs> so it's not captain jazz yeah. to me <laughs> that's where all the math comes from it comes from the captain <laughs> from those crunch berries mm. so I, berries. I will say i did enjoy this song okay right. I, I did enjoy this song and i think this song is the only outlier on the entire mix for me okay 
RJ. I'm talking to you, RJ. Yes. <laughs> you had to pull the microphone close to you. Of course you did. <laughs> I'm a mouth breather right now, so you just hear a lot of my breathing. I want to hear breathing. that mouth breathing. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I did uh, mention that I do like the uh, the math rock guitar added to this. Uh, I like his uh, just the, the vocal inflictions of the voice of like, you know, just the typical thing they do when like singing the emo thing. I have nothing else way to describe that. Could thing, you but, perform some for us real quick? Uh, I, I can't. <laughs> no. But I enjoyed that. And, you know, just because there was the math rocky side of it, I did enjoy the song. Okay. Yeah, I like this. Uh, <clears throat> I like this album, but I think they're. I think this is a good representation of what they sound like. But as an album, I like their. I think second album, the Parrot Flies album, better. Personally, mm-hmm. but I thought this would be a good one to start with since they're known for with whatever you want to call this uh, era of emo or the sound of emo. They're known for kicking this off. Got it. With all of these other bands. I need to Even look if you up, don't believe me. <laughs> I need to look up something. What okay. does bass mean? What is what? I'm talking to myself. Okay. Well, you kind of <laughs> mumbled it, and I could kind of hear it. Now I'm curious. A distinct period or stage in a series of events or a process of change or development. Okay. Okay. That's what phases means. Mm. A distinct period. Hmm. Okay. Process of change or development. So can there be overlap in the years? You know what I mean? I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll just say this, RJ. When you see it, you'll know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I show you my penis, you know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) You might not know it's yours. That's true. true. It's like, no, you could tell. It's got a mustache. But when I play emo for you, RJ, <laughs> you'll know it when you hear it. You'll like, if you got all three of us and put all our penis together, I, I think we could figure out which one's which. I don't think you could. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll be in phases for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll show you the first phase. <laughs> you tell me. Tell me if that's mine or yours. <laughs> One's going to look like a grain of rice. The other one's going to have <laughs> <Yeah>. red hair. Who's <laughs> has red hair? You know that. Yeah. Devin, Devin could be a seal down there. You don't know. Yeah. That's true. He, he does could like have the alopecia lion. of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know me. Yeah, Devin only tans down there. Don't <laughs> yeah. you know? I sun my butthole, too. <laughs> the primal ancestral lifestyle. <laughs> uh. That's so funny to me. As if, like, cavemen were like... Know what we need to do right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to, with all of these predators around, I just need to stick my ass up in the air for a little bit. Just hope some other medieval primate with a pea sized brain doesn't come and try to fuck me. Or do I want that? To be? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, sexual deviant cavemen. Yeah. I'm just trying to come in my own face, man. <laughs> Uh, all right, so moving on from uh, Calder Walder, uh, we got "Keep What You Have Built Up Here" by Empire Empire. I was a lonely estate. What a dumb name! 
obnoxiously long emo song and band title. Off What It Takes to Move Forward from 2009, track two. Empire Empire was an American emo band from Michigan. It was formed in 2006, originally as a solo project of band member Keith Lettinen. The band's music is most often described as emotional indie rock, reminiscent of 90s emo bands, such as Mineral and American Football. One of those is a good band that's emo. (laughs) The band's first release was in 2007 with an EP titled When the Sea Became a Giant. The band released a full-length album What It Takes to Move Forward in 2009. The band signed with Country Lucky Stars Records and and has released albums on a number of other labels uh, such as Strictly No Capital Letters, UK Top Shelf Records, Stiff Slack. Uh, Let's see. It looks like no one really liked them or cared about them. So, um, um, all right. So, just because uh, like Chiodos does something doesn't mean everyone can do something. (laughs) You mean the song titles? No. (laughs) Okay. This is the next four songs. Is every one of these songs to me is tied to a third wave in your words emo band as an influence. And is a derivative of third wave and not second wave. Okay, all right. This song included, which mm. this song they're ju- I like I it just sounds like a shitty band that came out in two thousand three that no one would have liked. And this is the problem with music that when the music changes and becomes popular and then dies in the eyes of people. When people start to revive it, quote unquote, again, they're not yep. taken in consideration if it's actually good or if it's actually creative. And that's my my biggest issue with the next four of these songs is in second wave, it's extremely creative, and what they're doing is elevating the genre and bringing it to a different spot. And third wave, the creativity is a little bit less, but what they use is energy uh, inside of pop music. And those two things in the next four songs to me are nowhere to be found. There's no energy to the songs at all, and there's no creativeness. They just sound like dull third-wave songs. Like this song, when he goes into... When he goes into his really high-pitched voice, I don't know if it's another singer or not, it just sounds like bad Chiodos to me. Yeah, I think it's a guy and a girl. Oh, okay. Is that the guy or the girl? (coughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you never know with this music. Yeah. And it just sounds like a, a bad screamo band from that era doing that voice or Chiodos. And then musically, it doesn't sound like anything to me. Like I can't like I can't be like, oh, you sound like the first song. I could be like, oh, you clearly have like a math rock influence. This musically, I have no idea. Like I can't be like, yeah, it's musically tied to like this specific style it doesn't like do anything for me which totally rips out all the energy from third wave like i don't know what they're doing with this stuff i'm so confused with these songs devin i gotta be honest it's just a, it's a revival of sunny day real estate like this it, is an extension sunny day of sunny day real estate it's extremely creative and there's energy in their creativity yeah these guys aren't good musicians Eh, these guys are <laughs> i don't know if some are. of the other ones aren't like <laughs> great musicians but i mean sunny Day real estate they aren't like talented musicians in the I first place they are. yeah not necessarily it's like just looking they into did their something... understanding of production 
eh, they just did something a little bit different for the time, no and that's way, what bro. they're remembered for. No way, you know? bro. I mean, it's like the Violent Femmes. Like, they stuck around long enough to become super irrelevant. You know, if any of these other bands, like Sunny Day Real Estate, stuck around long enough, Violent they'd be Femmes even more irrelevant than they are today. Violent Femmes aren't, like, creative. They were at the time. Coming out of that grunge era? They weren't. Doing, they, like, acoustic shit? They started shit. in the 80s. Yeah, but they pop. It got popularized in that like mid of that uh, middle of that grunge era, like Toad the Wet Sprocket shit. Yeah. <coughs> Nirvana started in the late eighties too. Yeah, but they didn't pop until the nineties. Their sound yeah, neither did dis- Violent Femmes. No, they were. I don't know if they're. Maybe they got more radio play. Yeah, I mean they got more radio play like after like the whole added up stuff got played after uh, after the grunge era. But bands like that, like. Uh, you know, like Pavement, uh, Stephen Malcolmus is still around, like making music, and it's like, yeah, it's fine. But they you, they stick around long enough, and you realize, oh, these guys aren't really like amazing musicians. They just had like, you know, yeah, lightning you in a bottle. Yeah, you know. Well, that's the thing. It's you're talking about the time period that their music is coming out. Yeah, that's that's my thing with almost all music in this time period that we're talking about. It almost all sucks. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm saying is like in the time period that Sunday Day Real Estate was coming out with their albums, there's nothing else like it. Like they're doing something, they're on the forefront of a style of music that's all to their own. Yeah. And this, it's coming out in a time period where like literally everything sucked. Like even movies started to suck after 2009 for a while. Uh, yeah, we thought the world was going to end in 2000, you know? Well, no, but there's like <laughs> 2000, uh, is it 2008? I think 2008 is like a really, really good year for movies. It's whatever the There Will Be Blood, uh, No Country for Old Men year. It's either oh, yeah, 2007 yeah. or 2008. I can't remember. Maybe yeah. it's 2009. But like after that, it just dies for movies for a while. Yeah. It's just the music in this era. I just, I cannot, I struggle with it. And except for that one band that you sent me. The, um, uh, is it Old Grey? Is that the band? Old Grey, yeah. Yeah, they have that yeah. album. Pianos Become era. the Teeth. And I'm like, oh, this is this is like some of the best music that I've heard from this era. Yeah, like hardcore sucked in this era. Like a lot of the post-hardcore bands that I've listened to sucked during this era. Rap seems to suck during this era. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a ton of stuff that you would like that is in a different genre from this era. Uh, like Frameworks, Caravels. Uh, I think Youth Funeral was a little bit later. You said you heard them. Yeah. And it's just a different style but it was still around but i think an important distinction of the the second wave shit is like they were doing that at a time where those other bands didn't have access like sunny day realist they didn't have access to what was going on in washington dc to make their music unless they were actively in dc like learning from those bands and shit they just made their own shit and it was very regional yeah that's where these bands creativity comes into play yeah and these bands in that emo revival are playing with a style that they found from the internet from these different regions and it's kind of the first time that that's really happened you know in musical history so you're seeing a lot of experimentation coming out of it <clears throat> where you know you can you can hear the bands that are truly well it is because you can hear the bands that are like truly original you know like when you hear the band idols you know that they're doing a bunch of stuff that other bands have done but they are truly original the way that they're doing it. But they're packaging it in a way that's I've never heard before. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but they're like, 
truly unique in doing that and that they're passionate about doing that whereas some other because artists creative, good musicians yes exactly <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm agreeing with you like they're not like you know they're not even like adam levine level guitarists you no, know yeah. like it's not a but it's not like it doesn't have a high bar of entry to get into emo or hardcore in the first place you know? i think it should i don't think it should I like, think that's that's the thing. It's like when you when you strap on these titles of phases, that's when I'm like, okay, when you've got a new phase, that means that you're elevating the last phase, and there's a distinct change in it that is moving in a direction. You may not like the direction, but there's a distinct change in it. And this, I'm just like, I don't know what the change is. You're not elevating anything. You sucked all the energy out of third wave, which is like, why did you do that? doesn't make any sense Where third you, wave sucks but you listen no it doesn't but you listen to yeah, the, it does no it doesn't <laughs> it categorically sucks and it everybody who? thinks that's everybody. not true it's literally Every, some of the the statistically some of the most popular music sure but that doesn't mean <laughs> that it's good no it does mean that it's good see that's the no. thi- that's the thing with dumb that's the, this is the thing devin you're you're getting you're getting old devin in your head right now you need to get new Devin through your cold and your sickness in your head, nope, which is that nope. just because something's popular and just because something is formulaic doesn't mean it's bad, Devin. It doesn't mean that it's good either. Yes, it does. It can mean that it's good. No, Daddy Yankee has fucking millions of albums sold. Yeah. And he's not good. Pitbull's not good. It might be good. I haven't listened to enough of Daddy Yankee. It's not good <laughs> to be like our Kid Rock. <laughs> you Kid Rock is good. You're saying Kid Rock is good right now. I'm saying Nickelback that. is good. Nickelback has sold so many albums. You like Nickelback? Ba, what You're saying ba, Nickelback has a place. is good. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's good. <laughs> the song might be good. You know, it's good because it's sold a lot of albums, Mike, right? It might be. It's it's good. It's it good. might be. Corn is so good. Slipknot's good. My favorite thing is Mike just responds back. It has a place. <laughs> yeah, it has exactly. a place. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like yeah. it has it has a distinct place, and it might be good. I haven't spent enough time, honestly, taking the time with Kid Rock to be like, "Are you good or not?" <laughs> just like you I haven't, haven't, take, you haven't, haven't taken the Kid the Rock time. Uncle Cracker deep dive yet. <laughs> no, I haven't taken the time with Corn to be like, "Are you good?" I haven't taken the time with Slipknot to be, "Are you good?" But like the the with this podcast. I've just been breaking down barriers, my friend, inside myself. Yeah. You don't even know the mixes that I have coming. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a corn one just called Are You Ready? I'd be so stoked. <sighs> See, that's the thing. It's like like just because something is big and popular or because there's a, a certain class of people that's associated with it <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean that it's bad, Devin. No. But just because it sells a lot doesn't mean that it's good especially it might be like good. do you apply that to movies too would I you do. apply that to movies from the 2000s that you just said sucked no, 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 no. you're we're, we're talking about two different things now they're the movies as a whole for like blockbusters and huge movies that were like popular mm-hmm. around the time they were they were the box offices were not there which is why the formula of marvel changed like with guardians of the galaxy and with uh winter soldier uh in like 2015 that's okay. when like things changed and shifted in like a drastic way with the box office and what they were doing with big movies. 
so the last Fast and the Furious movie is a great movie, and I saw it in theaters. I agree with you 100. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so much. But that is a perfect Kid Rock example. Yeah, you know that is my corn. Just like you know, Bob with like, a Bob has a place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna but, bob my head to bob but with a Bob. <laughs> people tell me that Fast and the Furious sucks, and I was like, yes, I agree. But I like it. You know, I, I can agree that it sucks. I, I, I think that they're they're looking at surface layer things. They're not willing to look past the Ludacris and Tyrese flew a car <laughs> in space. You gotta, you gotta look past Vin <laughs> Diesel. Vin Diesel jumped a fucking Dodge Challenger and hung further. a bag of grenades on a helicopter. <laughs> you gotta look at the emotional beats of him as a youngest man. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, and understand how far he's come as Dominic. What happened Trejo. to his father? Yes, exactly. Why he's so obsessed with family. <laughs> it's all important. <laughs> yes, this is what I'm saying, uh, Devin. This is what I'm saying. You're not a third wave emo fan. That's what like it's it's confusing to me why you even made these mixes because like you're 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 not a huge fan of like what emo is to most to the general population. To mainstream, yeah. No, no, no. General population. That's not mainstream. Yeah. That's just the majority of the planet oh, Earth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The mainstream. Like if no, you say mainstream emo, doesn't mean that it's the majority of the planet Earth. Mainstream well, just means that it's popular currently. I'd say the majority of the planet Earth probably doesn't know what emo is. <laughs> like in China, they might. Like, what? <laughs> no. no, they've heard uh, they've heard my chemical romance for sure in China. I'm sure they have Fallout Boy over there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I like I loved a lot of the stuff from the third wave of emo, but it's just not good music God, in my opinion. It's so good, I'm not a fan of it anymore. Just the way I'm not a fan of Corn anymore. But I used to like their music. Like, I can accept that they are a good band and people like them for a reason. And I get those reasons because I used to like them for the same reasons. No, this but, is where, like, you're getting nostalgia mixed into there. And I disagree. It's like some things are just good and it's fine. It's fine. It, it can be just good. If it's good, then why aren't they doing it anymore? They still are. Ooh. I have a whole list of bands that sound exactly like Third Wave Emo. Which is why I'm confused about your phases. A whole list of bands. <laughs> I mean, have you typed in fourth wave emo? Have you typed in post emo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but have you looked up a list of like fourth wave emo bands? I don't or care just about what a, music a snobs decide on things to make themselves <laughs> okay. feel better at night. Because that's what okay. it is, ultimately. Right. It's a bunch of music snobs that, uh, in order to make them feel better about emo as a genre, they decided that it's in phases. And there's like varying degrees of emo. And we look down upon this emo because <gasps> this emo does this. And it's like, I don't fucking care. It's a bunch of Jeffs. And I love Jeff. And I've been friends with Jeff forever. But like, it's just a bunch of Jeffs out there categorizing these things in this way. Yeah. yeah. And they need to put it into a box. I get it, but yeah. like from a, like usually with other more serious genres, like it it comes into play in like the history side of music. Like if you're talking about you know the different waves of pop music, that would be a little bit more distinct, probably. Which I haven't delved into. I don't know how that. But it's still just like, called pop music. Yeah, and then they had like new wave. Like what was that about? <laughs> you know. Uh, is, that, is that pop or is that is new wave its own thing? Well, uh, music genre has become pop. That's the thing. 
It's it could be a, oh, yeah. it could be a different musical genre, and then it becomes like disco became pop. That's yeah. That's the the term. That's kind of like the broad term indie, which is just like well bands on independent labels, but now it has a specific sound to indie bands, right? And pop has yeah. like a specific formula to it. It's what makes it popular. Yeah, yeah. But you don't you don't hear people talk about like with rock and roll. You know rock and roll, baby. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You can talk about rock and roll in the eighties to rock and roll in the sixties. You know rock and roll. You know yeah. about rock and roll now. Oh, well, it doesn't sound the same. Yeah, but you know what it is. Yeah. When, I, when I hear "Puddle of Mud," I hear rock and roll. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hates me. When it's I hear going, yeah. When I hear Brian Setzer, I hear rock and roll. Same well, genre. That's, that's rockabilly. That's a different genre. No, I would say it's rock and roll. No, that's completely different. That's rockabilly. No, 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 no. I would say it's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no that's swing. No, rockabilly. They don't, Brian Setzer doesn't use enough country in to, to make it rockabilly. That's the thing. Mm, I mean. Brother, I you got to talk about George Jones and the king of rockabilly. He's he's known as a country artist. <laughs> Brian Setzer. Aren't they for, coming out with a show? Yeah, Michael George Shannon's and Tammy. Him. Yeah, yes, it's on Showtime. I feel like that's a weird choice to cast as him, but I, no, I just brother. associate him with the Ice Man <laughs> every time I see him. Now he's no, so he's, fucking creepy. He sings. <clears throat> Does he actually sing? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. He's, I think he's from Chicago, but he looks oh. like a he looks a lot like him. Huh. <laughs> Don't try to get me off of emo by talking about George Jones. No. Shows. <laughs> Sorry. No, we'll talk about emo all you want. Yeah. I don't. Just, just, I'm so confused about this. <laughs> I don't know what you're confused about. It I sounds just, like you're confusing yourself. I just don't know what the point of it is. Like, what is, what's the point of t- saying this? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just five songs from fourth wave emo. But it just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Why complicate things, you know? You're just overcomplicating things. RJ, do you do you like this song with the high pitches? The high pitches are all right, but you did say Chiotos, and I was like, oh my goodness, it is Chiotos. That's why they sound so familiar. Yeah, I'm going to say um, that with every one of these songs. But this is only number two, <laughs> so I'm curious. Uh, and then I also put... The lead guitar, I was like, okay, it, it sounds like a song, but I think it is Chiotas that I'm thinking of. It was all right. Uh, it, it was a fun song. I had nothing really against it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, me too. I agree. Moving on, we've got In Confidence by, what is this, uh, Sus La June? Sui La Lune. Sui La Lune. Uh, si. Riala. Oui. Uh, they're a Swedish screamer band. Are they Swedish? Yes. That's weird. That's French. I think it means I am the moon. Huh. But I might be wrong. Um, Screamo, a Swedish Screamo band. Swedish Screamo band from Stockholm, Sweden. Stockton? Stockton Screamo band. <laughs> 209. Uh, formed in 2005, the band released a four-song demo a few months later and performed their first live shows. A self-titled seven-inch record was released. Uh, later that month, the band went on to play their first international shows and tour in the UK. Uh, the band played a tour in Germany and Belgium, mostly UK band. I uh, never heard of this band before. Um, to me, they just so- sounded like uh, 
uh, just take the piano out of it. They just sounded like Jack's mannequin to me. So, yeah. Jack's mannequin. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? That is insane. No, you need to. This is this song. I mean, no. Yeah, you need to listen That's to more crazy. Jack's mannequin. <laughs> I, I don't ever need to listen to any more Jack's mannequin. I mean, I don't need to either, but I listened to a fair amount of it a long time ago, and right. this, if you just take the piano out of it, it just sounded like a Jack's mannequin song. Tell me. RJ. I did not get that reference because <laughs> I did not listen to much Jack's Mannequin in my heyday. Mm-hmm. But it, the song was it, it was all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's kind of my notes. All right. Um, that's my notes too. Yeah, the, they kind of did the like screaming thing, and yeah, that's all I got for this one. You're gonna hear some Jack's Mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> You should take out the piano. Yeah, take out the piano. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the band that predominantly uses piano? <laughs> yeah. This is morning. Mm-hmm. Exactly like Sweet Little Moon, right? <laughs> See, you're picking like songs that have a lot of energy, which is not. I'm going nice. first song, second song, third song. <laughs> I don't hear it. Uh, it's in there. I promise. You hear that? See, these I'm are nodding all... my head. No, <laughs> I mean, uh, these songs do have a lot more energy than this song. They all got piano in them. <laughs> I'm telling you. You're not gonna he's be able fucking, to, he's a not, fucking pianist, man. <laughs> you're not going to be able to find a Jack's Bannikin without a piano. <laughs> you want me to just go to something corporate? I'm just, I think they have less piano. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about them until you just said that. I like them more. Cause it's the same dude, right? Uh, I think so. He had cancer. Yeah. That's all I remember. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same dude. And he... Uh, Think something corporate is first, but yeah, I love something corporate for a little bit. Yeah, uh, two thousand two. Do you have anything else to say, uh, Devin? Uh, other than it's all right. Uh, no, like Sweet La Lune. <laughs> Sweet La Lune is uh, muy bueno. All right, and then moving on, we've got a song called "Shit Twins." Shit Twins. By a band called Dads off of American Radness from 2012. So getting a little bit further out there. Uh, Track five, six minutes and 54 seconds. Dad was an American indie rock band from uh, Piscataway, New Jersey. um, Composed of guitarist vocalist Scott Scharinger, drummer vocalist John Bradley. Uh, The band relocated to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, Funny that they're from New Jersey. That's hilarious to me because I did not know that. Um, Vulture named their song Shit Twins as one of the 100 greatest emo songs of all time. Wow. In 2020, that is insane that they would. I mean, there's a lot of emo songs. I know. And it's in the top 100. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So there's a band uh, from very close to them that I just. That I didn't. I haven't listened to anything. Well, I did listen to their more recent album, um, a couple of songs from it. Is it Bruce Springsteen? No, not at all. 
it's just it's just a it's just a bad ver- I love brand new and this is just a it's just a bad version of brand new mm. and, and they're from Long Island they're right there oh uh, I think I know what band you're talking about brand new stay inside no brand new oh they're the New Jersey band no brand new is from Long Island Long Island dad's okay. is from New Jersey Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I thought you were saying there's another band from New Jersey. Oh, no. <laughs> that you listened to recently. No, they, okay. they just sound like okay. a brand new ripoff. And okay. they sound like brand new from two different eras mashed together. They sound like a little bit of, of early brand new and a little bit of uh, uh, the devil and rage inside of us. It's like a mixture of those two put together, and I'm just like I, 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 I don't care for it only because I love Brand New so much. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Have you heard the band Stay Inside? I don't think so. Ooh, I'm gonna send you that so you don't forget to listen to it because it's my new are favorite. They, are they a newer band? They are. Okay, I'll probably like them then. You're gonna love them because the all the newer bands that I've heard from from the emos. And the modern mm-hmm. emos, I like a lot of them. So. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. I mean, I'm finding them like the same time you're finding them. And left and right, I made that mix that you said is all fifth wave emo, and those were all creative and interesting and doing cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're getting a lot of stuff from the fourth wave. I don't hear it, but I mean, they all say in <laughs> interviews that they get stuff from the fourth wave. <laughs> From these bands in particular, actually. I don't hear it, man. I don't. you got to listen to the interviews. I'm not going to listen to bands' interviews. What are you, a crazy then person? You won't, <laughs> you won't know what they're thinking. I don't think I like any band more. Like, the Beatles I liked as a kid, but I don't think I like a band enough to be like, I'm going to gonna watch interviews from them yeah. on YouTube. Have you seen Nardwar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nardwar is way different. <laughs> that's That's a real interview. Yeah, <laughs> uh, RJ. How did you f- feel towards shit twins? See, I have no like, like just love for brand new. Brand new was cool. I listened to them. Uh, I like, I like the song. I kind of like it was the lyrics. I like the lyrics. I like the overall feel of this one. And I've heard Devin talked about Dad's. I think before or Dad's Kitchen. I don't I think remember. you went to go see them. Yeah, some okay. Touche Amore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I think I like uh, somebody else. Some other band played with them. Yeah. But I liked it. All right. Yeah, yeah that's the song I would have picked for you, RJ. Four? Yeah. I thought it was a little bit long for him. But mm-hmm. he's, he's a growing boy. Yeah, he's I'm a big sick, boy. So I just kind of push play and let it go. That's true. He has no concept of time. Uh, David, do you have anything to say about daddy boys? Boy dads? Uh... Well, when this album came out, Daddy um, yeah, Daddy Yankee got me, got me way into this style of music. So whenever this album came out, I forgot how I heard about it, but I found it and was like, oh, I haven't heard music like this before. Uh, then started looking into the record label, which is 6131. They were associated with Pop Shelf, uh, Count Your Lucky Stars, Run For Cover Records. And I got really into those labels and like found all these other bands. Um, Julian Baker's first EP was on 6131. Huh. So they had a very, like, and also bands like uh, uh, Backtrack, like, you know, like East Coast hardcore bands were on 6131. So I was like, oh, this is an interesting label. Um, but yeah, I loved this album when it first came out. 
they had an EP that came out afterwards called Pretty Good, and that one was, you know, pretty good. And then their uh, I'll Be the Tornado album is, like, notoriously a shitty album, which I don't, I don't get, like, all of the hate for it, but uh, it's definitely not, like, a great album. But people fucking hate it, and then it just kind of disappeared after that. So is there uh, any of these bands that you, like, love? Yeah, I love this band. But you don't like the majority of their catalog? Uh, no, I do like the majority. I just don't like one of their albums. Oh, how many albums do they have? Two albums and one EP. Okay, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like their, I like their EP. Like, I like the EP. I just wish it was longer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, other than this band, do you love any of the other bands that aren't here? Or is it just like um, pick and choose some songs from some bands, a couple here, a couple there? I really like – so there's other bands that I didn't put on here because they were like too similar, like Dikembe. I love the band Dikembe. Uh, pretty much everything they've done. I think their newer stuff, they do like – a lot of these bands that stick around long enough do the whole like venturing into shoegaze shit, and I, I don't like that. So whenever like they you, start doing that – but you like shoegaze. Yeah, but not when the bands kind of like dip their toes into it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, Title Fight did that uh, Hyperview album. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you're not that type of band. Uh, like Ceremonies, newer, not their newest stuff, but uh, I think that L-shaped man was like getting into like weird, like post-punk new wave stuff. I'm like, no, I'm just not into it. So Dikembe I love. Um I think the Hotelier only has like that one album, maybe two. Hmm. And I don't think I've even heard the other album if they even do have it, but I do love that album. Uh, Empire is fine. Algernon's fine. But yeah, there were some other ones that I didn't include because they sounded too similar to other bands that were on here. Interesting. So do you have a, enough bands to make a whole another mix? Yeah. I'd be curious about those because maybe you just picked the wrong bands for me, brother. Because all of these, Maybe. the four song, the first song I think is great. The four other songs just sound derivative of other bands. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a whole, yeah, I got a bunch of other ones. A lot of them venture more into like the screamo and then uh, post-hardcore stuff. See, so I think you personally would like <laughs> that more. <laughs> but it's not necessarily like representative of what the majority of the bands were doing around that time, you know? Mm. Which is what I was going for more than just making a screamo mixtape you know interesting yeah okay and then rounding off here we've got house broken by the hotelier off of home like no place is there it's weird okay uh from 2014 track seven four minutes and 50 seconds uh the hotelier is an american indie rock band from worcester massachusetts currently signed with dreams of field recordings uh, the band's second album, Home Like No Place Is There, has been featured on Spin's uh, the 101 Best Albums of the 2010s list mm-hmm. and is considered an essential emo album by Alternative Press. The group has f- performed at the Pirate Satellite Festival, the Pitchfork Music Festival, and the Primavera Sound Festival. Primavera. So are they still a band or no? I don't think so. I hmm. think they broke up. Interesting. 
this song I don't have a lot of feelings towards. It's a little, it, it feels like the longest song on here, and it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. I don't know if it's because it's at the end, <laughs> uh, but I just don't really feel much of anything for this song. Um, that's about it. Uh, it's interesting. I, one of the best albums of the 2010s. That's weird. 2010 sucked. Well, it's just like there's so many albums. Like, yeah, you're talking about a decade of music. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's, it's also, I mean, <laughs> from take into account the the rise in the use of the internet too, and these obscure bands getting not they're they're like obscure sounding, mm-hmm. but they're not mainstream, and they're getting more and more recognition. So it's the hip thing at the time to like pick out bands that nobody's ever heard of. Mm. You know, so places like Spin were doing that because Pitchfork came out and they were doing that left and right. So more people are listening to Pitchfork than Spin's like, oh, we got to pick out some weird shit too. So, yeah, I that, always associated this band when I because I'd heard them before with indie. Mm-hmm. I'd never associated them with emo. I didn't really dive into them more for whatever reason. However, I got introduced to them, or it was during the the heyday for us for indie music, which is the the two thousand tens. Like, because indie went from one thing to a completely different thing and during the 2010s in popularity, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. They, it's more theatric than a lot of other stuff, but it also has a lot of tenets of a lot of stuff that people are doing currently in emo, not all the bands, obviously, but there's a lot of bands that have followed their lead. So that's why it's also at the end. Oh, they have three albums. Oh, they do. Yeah. Okay. After this one, they came out with one. No, they're uh, one before it and one after. I know they had one released as the Hotel Year, like Y E A R. Hmm. But they might have changed that. I don't know if it's on Spotify or not. No, they just have an album from 2011 and an album in 2016. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Our Jizzle. How do you feel towards the song? I didn't hate the song. Uh, but I realized that Devin just picked it because it does say alpha in it. You see how he tried to slip that in? It says alpha? Yeah. They say oh, alpha. in the lyrics? Yeah. Alpha. <laughs> and I was like, that ain't going to work on me, title? Devin. That ain't going to work on me. Well, it did because you're the only one that noticed it. <laughs> alpha. So, yeah, the song the song's all right. I, I didn't, like, hate it. I, I enjoyed it a little bit, but I was just like, okay. I did feel like this one was a little off of the other ones, but I, I like as Mike, you went through every one and you said something was off, so I was like, maybe I'm just wrong. But I, I think this one sounded different from the other ones that were on there. Yeah, there's like a more of an indie influence to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. on this song, things are stretched out a little bit more. Yeah, which is what a lot of the bands after this did that were considered emo. Hmm. That some people consider emo. That's, that's right. If that's if that's okay with you guys, <laughs> if those definitions, I define everything to myself. <laughs> if those yeah. pronouns agree with you, I just wanted. I, I didn't ask everybody's pronouns before we started. You're a fan of the "Don't Tread on Me" snake. Um, <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> that's how I feel towards us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I've got my own definitions, my own attitudes towards us. I don't need yes. no. Stinking college guy out there mm. with glasses and a cool haircut. Oh. 
telling me what emo waves are. Okay? The Pinkerton album. <laughs> yes. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, because you got to think that the, the people that are like, imagine the people that are getting into these waves of being like, well, this is this and this is that. You would want to not talk to those people. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Well, that is Devin's mix. Um, Devin, I was hoping for more. This is so far in all of your uh, emolution mixes. This is the only one so far that I'm just like I just I couldn't connect with it at all. This is one of your mixes in a long. I can't remember the last mix that you made that I can't connect with. I don't think you're going to like this era at all. No. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know if it's got more of a post-hardcore influence in there. <laughs> that's that's the only thing that you like. Uh, well, it's because it's got energy. Post-hardcore does like it has like a lot of driving motion towards it. And RJ is probably he probably wouldn't think of it in this terms, but like RJ loves pop punk, which has a lot of like motion towards it, and it's moving in a direction constantly. And like, so I, I would assume he would. That's one of the reasons why he would he likes a band like Defeater. You know, yeah, it, it's got that propulsion to it. The, the, the music. Yeah. I wonder if you'd like uh, a few of those Wonder Years albums. Yeah, I've I'd never be, dived into them too much. You might hear, uh, listen to this song just real quick. Tell me how you feel about it. I like it already. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, this is. Yeah, this sounds yeah. fantastic to me. Can I yeah. play you something? Yeah. I was uh, picturing that going into Paramore. <laughs> yeah. That is a, an interesting <laughs> element that I, for the modern emo bands that I found, there's a very nice that that a third wave. In order to keep it the 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 energy that it has and the pop aspect of it, it needs to have pop punk in there. Like that aspect mm. needs to be in there. And like oh, a lot yeah. of the modern emo bands that I found that I really really like, they all have like a just an influence of pop punk that is like completely tolerable to me, like brand new, like the first album they have. It's like it's in there, it's good, it sounds great. And that Wonder Years that you just played to me, to me, it has energy from like oh, a that, pop punk. That was Dikembe. Oh, that was Dikembe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that sounds awesome. Wonder Years. Yeah, I think you might like even more, which is very surprising to me because. Uh, I don't know. It's just it doesn't seem like your type of uh, what song is it? I think it's like when you were talking about Wheezy last week. 
you said what you would like from him is a specific thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing when I'm going to listen to emo and this style of music. I need it to have some type of energy behind it and fueling, even if the uh, emotional yeah. highs are the energy and it's like a acoustic song, you know? Yeah. yeah. See, the weird thing about Wonder Years, so this album was 2015, and I feel like this borrows heavily from Third Wave compared to anything else. But Wonder Years started off as like, a pop punk like set your goals style band right and then kind of evolved into this which is when i started listening to them but you might like this i'm already in i'm gonna fast forward a little bit oh yeah i'm in Wait for the chorus. I gotta hear it. Actually, love this album. What album is that? <laughs> Uh, no closer to heaven. I'm gonna listen to it because, like, that, again, again, this is this is what I need, Devin. Yeah, this is <laughs> like again, like if RJ, if if you were gonna be like RJ, have you ever? Do you want to hear an emo band that's like more modern? And you'd be like, yeah. And you played them that, you'd be like, yeah, it's an emo band. <laughs> <laughs> then it starts going I'd into be happy with that. Yeah, exactly. then it starts going into <laughs> this type of stuff, which is borderline. I would Actually, say I like this song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like the modern emo bands that I've been listening to. See. And Devin, you like this? Yeah, I do. This is third wave emo, Devin. <laughs> yeah, this no, is like strictly. I know. <laughs> I know. This is why when this is why I'm confused about fourth wave is because you've got third wave, and I love what I've been listening to in the fifth wave, and you've got this middle ground that is confusing in this fourth wave, where I'm just like. Everything that's happening in fifth wave sounds like it's heavily influenced by third wave, and I love it. And the fourth wave, I'm like, I guess it's influenced by the second wave, but it's like it's not as good to me. And what you just played to me is beautiful. It's awesome. It's lovely. (laughs) RJ's going to come in his paints at any second. (laughs) This is right up his alley, for sure. It's right up my alley. But uh, it's just that they're all... They're like guilty pleasure bands, if anything. But no. I know that they're good. Put them up front. Chiodos is a good band, man. <laughs> I'm trying to find this other one. You put Cartel up there? You like Cartel, huh? I love Cartel, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the band Dads has a song called Honestly Chroma Q&A. Yeah, it's a good band. Or a good album. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Um, I'm just looking for this. Oh, yeah, this was what I heard. This is another one of those bands. 
Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it's... Okay. Oh, just wait. Just wait. You'll see. <laughs> We're pushing it. There are turntables in it. <laughs> okay, you lost me. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm be honest. You lost me. <laughs> see, so those same bands do covers and shit like that. So I don't take Not them the bands as... I'm listening to. Uh, they might. They I don't think might. that they do. I think that there's... There's plenty of bands out there that take that style seriously, and they're doing good things yeah. with it. Like Cloud District, yeah. I would say, is taking that style seriously, and they've done great things with it. And they borrow a little bit more from like Captain Jazz and stuff, which ironically is like the least serious emo band that exists. Yeah, but I, I'm the I'm sound okay is a little bit more serious. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with them borrowing from Second Wave. That's cool, but like the Cloud District, I would say is firmly like oh you're influenced by pop punk and third wave like that was yeah. that's what i would put at the forefront for their influences yeah yeah and they're doing they're taking it seriously and they're doing good stuff with it yeah, yeah. so you know the mix you need to make next Devin. i mean it's a home run if you make it <laughs> i mean it's gonna be like other bands that didn't make it onto here <laughs> you guys aren't you gonna jump to fifth wave next i don't need a oh for the next wave. one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm saying for your next fifth okay. wave, for your final mix, it's like, oh yeah, this is it. We've made yeah, it to the motherland, see, RJ. See, this yeah. is this is what I I said this when I made my mix that you said is all fifth wave emo. I said I might be wrong and I might be right. And RJ, what I might be wrong is is that fifth wave emo is fucking sick from what I've heard. And I love it all, and I can't wait for you to listen more of it, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> RJ's, RJ's probably right nodding, yes. which you know doesn't really translate on audio. It's all good. Li- <laughs> yeah. Listen to my breathing; like it's below the mic. It's, oh, yeah. the mic. it's, it's nice influences. It's it's mixing in things the proper way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this all is right. what. Let's see. A, fifth wave is it, a home run for you, brother. All right. If this one made it on a fourth wave, this is a little bit different. I like this more than every song on this mix. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. What are we doing here? So <laughs> what are we doing so here? Good. <laughs> I didn't think you were ready for them. What, what are you talking about? This is... <laughs> You made this bullshit mix with a bunch of boring ass songs on it, Devin. <laughs> These are all the same <laughs> bands. Uh, Loma Prieta, Sweet Laloon, Frameworks, Crash of Rhinos, Caravels, My Fictions, Calculator, I think We Were you Skeletons. Just, maybe you just chose the wrong songs. Prawn, Gospel, <laughs> Envy. <I> mean, maybe. <laughs> you might have just chosen. Do you want another try at this? <laughs> no, no. No, I'm happy with my songs. I, I like my songs. <laughs> How long ago did you make this mix? Um, th- 
like this iteration of it. Yeah. Uh, I narrowed it down from like 10, like a week ago. Oh, so, but yeah. I had, I think I had like 40 songs on, on it at one point mm. that I just whittled, whittled away. Did, I don't know if I still have the, did you pull an RJ on this mix? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, I, <laughs> I, I had to go by the years too, which I, you know, don't really have to, but I'm still doing it cause I've made it this far. <laughs> and, uh, so I did that, but, um, let's see, do they, have... I didn't even notice the order of this mix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the other ones didn't fit together as well. Um, there was a song though that did sound cool ending with the first song cause how it ends so abruptly. Mm-hmm. And then just goes into something else, but I forgot what that was. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I don't think you're going to like the majority of stuff from that time unless it's like Wonder Years adjacent pop punk. Or post-hardcore, like the old gray. Or post-hardcore, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the stuff that lies in between. I don't like You don't like the the Midwest revival or the the Twinkle Daddy shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm not a twinkle daddy <laughs> you're not a twinkle daddy <laughs> i'm a leather dom full <laughs> through and through brother <laughs> i'm a tinkle daddy <laughs> i bet you that's a that's a category tinkle daddies gay sex oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no uh all right i'm curious okay so let's do the favorite artists or whatever favorite song yeah uh for me you said four five three yeah my favorite song is one. Okay. My least favorite is five. Nice. So you got that one right. And the band that I would look into more, and I have looked into more, is one. So one, right. five, one. Right. Yeah. Uh, for Devin, he's or for RJ, you said five, three, five. Yes. You got one right. Sick. Uh, one for one I, on this. Nice. I, I said um, uh, one. I'm going to say this is my favorite song. Oh, hell yes. I like the Matthew. RJ and I get emo. We get it. (laughs) I'm going to say my least favorite one is three. It just kind of, it didn't do anything for me, even though I was like, it's all right. You guys picked the only non-emo song as your favorite. (laughs) And then I I picked because I just like the lyrics and the overall feel of it. I I said number four. This is somebody I would look into. Even though Devin's like, the rest of the albums aren't that great. Yeah. (laughs) No, one album isn't good. And the only reason I brought that up is because that's the only one that Mike listened to before. Yeah. And was like, yeah, they suck. (laughs) Yeah, they got a name like Dads. Dads. I I am, RJ, tell me, what are you going to rate this mix? Uh, So I didn't hate this one. Didn't hate it. it, It's, you know, some songs I like more than others. But actually, I could go back to this one and listen to it if I was feeling something that's like, you know. Boring. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I actually gave it a decent score. It got a 3.9. That's a decent score? It's a decent score. That's like your average. No, you you average between 3.7 and (laughs) 3.9. Yeah. (laughs) It's a decent score. It's almost a four, but I didn't want to give it a four because I was like, I might go back to it. (laughs) Keyword might. Yeah, I'm giving this a bad score at 3.7, and that's like that's that's, that's bad, score. bad score. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's only just because I I there's four songs on here I could just never listen to again and be good. But maybe those bands, all those bands, could have songs on their albums that I would love. And just Devin just his brain is different with this style of music. Well, I don't think you will. Maybe. No. No. So, who's that? Yeah. 
Um, RJ, do you have a lot of energy for us this week? What kind of Christmas bullshit do you have for us? You got a, some pick-me-ups for me? Pick-me-ups. Uh, give, give or take. Uh, for this week, I decided to go a, a certain theme. Uh, I titled this one, I Jazz Myself Sometimes When I Sit on Santa's Lap. Mm. Yay! <laughs> oh, he's taking from your title. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so it is an homage to you, Devin. I mean, I appreciate that at all, but like <laughs> using it for Christmas, that's like using it for and I don't I don't like that. So Devin made a mix that I don't care for, and RJ's made a mix that Devin's not gonna care for. <laughs> I mean he knew this a year ago though that I was not gonna care for it. Because it's Christmas. Oh, this is going to be a great mix. I'm excited about this, RJ. I'm just going to pl- uh, tune this up uh, on YouTube with uh, some fireplace going. I'm going to put fireplace on my YouTube, on my TV, <laughs> and just play this in the background. Woo, baby. I'm not even going to open it up. I'm just playing a cell phone game right now. Brother, the, the first guy's got a saxophone. Oh, it is. <laughs> you hear that sax come in, and you're like, oh, damn. All right, let me pause my game and open this up. I'm excited for this. Let's see. I'm just going to put me right in the mood, RJ. Because you're fucked with my mix, which Devin will love. Yes. But be Hopefully I feel better by then. Palette cleanser. I hope you don't. <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't either. <laughs> I guess it'd be good because I have no like value of time. It just all blends together. Like Charlie Brown Christmas? God damn it. It's like two of my least favorite things. Christmas <laughs> I'd rather listen to Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Me, I want a hula hoop. <laughs> That's a good song, too. <sighs> Fucking Christmas. I hope I'm still sick for Christmas, so I don't have to do shit. I'm just going to pretend I'm sick. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? <laughs> oh. Okay, Simon. Okay, Theodore. Uh, Paul. Okay, Alvin. I still love listening to the song as a kid. I do. Do you think that they did anything to their voices back then? Have you heard? Uh, I'll let me look it up real quick. What I think you? I sent it to you. That was just their voices when they made that song. So this is uh, Chipmunks on 16th Speed. <laughs> Hold on. It's a fucking ad. <laughs> God damn it. I don't care about Captain Marvel. I play. F- I pay for premium, Devin. Come on. I know where you're First comment just says, this is the soundtrack to Carbon Monoxide Poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something that should be in a Lynch movie. It seriously does. <laughs> uh, this is m- medium pace. Put your arms around me, baby. <laughs> I don't like this much. No. Oh, I didn't know this was on here. This is exciting. Now, what starts with the letter C? 
Cookie starts with C. Let's think of other things that starts with C. Who cares about other things? C is cunt. Why is that on Spotify? That's so great. Who's out there being like, you know what I really need to listen to right now? C is for cookie. Man, that song is just stuck in my head. <laughs> what other things start with C? Come. Come starts with C. I get having like a Sesame Street profile, but just that's just a specific cookie monster profile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's his own. Does yeah. Big Bird have his own? I don't see one. I bet Elmo does. That would make sense. Grover does. Grover does? That's bullshit. Oh. Well, yeah, Grover's Grover's cool, man. What about that human? Oh, Ernie and Bert do and Big Bird do. Okay. So the, right. the gay boys do. Okay, good. As long as they have representation. <laughs> what other words start with in? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it, Cookie Monster. <laughs> I'm what? not a cookie monster. <laughs> I can what? say it. <laughs> a guy told me I could say it. <laughs> I have an Oscar the Grouch one, too. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch definitely says Oh, that. here's Devin's song. I can't think of anything that's dumber. Yes. Beaming faces everywhere. Happiness is in the air. Yeah, fuck that shit. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) So I just go, I hate Christmas. Hell yeah. (laughs) Need more of that. Yeah. Damn, that's going to be my soundtrack this year. Yeah. Did, have you, did you ever watch the Oscar movie? No. Or like his uh, own movie? Yeah. Because uh, you only see him in the garbage can, right? Yeah. And so when you go down there, he has like a little cavern. And then inside the cavern, there's a portal to Grouchland. <laughs> and so you can go into Grouchland. And I think uh, Elmo goes into Grouchland. It's like Doctor Who's telephone booth. Yeah, basically. That's cool. (laughs) I always did like the Grouch. He was one of my favorites. (laughs) I don't know why. I just understand him. There's like other things associated, like the Lori Berkner band. What the fuck? Who are these One of those weird like kids bands that was around before the Wiggles. Must be. like Rafi, that nobody now probably knows who Rafi is. He's on here. I don't even know. Oh, Baby Beluga is Rafi. Yeah, that's Rafi. Oh, that's RJ's yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> RJ love himself some Rafi. <laughs> RJ didn't know that Baby Beluga was a real song. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> he thought it was just a song his little mommy made for him. Because yeah. he's a little Baby it was, Beluga. It was a special song. <laughs> 
my little baby beluga, RJ. I will always be her baby beluga <laughs> in the deep blue sea. I swim so wild. <laughs> I'm so fucking free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking baby beluga. I forgot all about that. Yeah. <coughs> oh. Mm. oh. I think my brain's melting. Me too. Well, hopefully some Christmas cheer will make you feel better. I don't know about that. Do you think you'll listen to this mix more than two times? Um, no, probably about two, but yeah. I will, if I'm being honest, but I will make an attempt to listen to it like five times. <laughs> I'll make an attempt to listen to 10 times. <laughs> yeah, I'll make an attempt it's- to fucking listen to it every day from here till next year. <laughs> but I'm not promising anything. So who knows, you know? Yeah. RJ, I'll make sure to put your playlist on Spotify in case anyone wants to check in with some Christmas music from you yeah. this week. God damn it. Yeah. Well, I like yeah. I like that you're still doing it, RJ. You're still getting it done. I my, don't my two favorite things is Devin doesn't like Christmas and he doesn't like themed music. There's so. just nowhere for me to listen to this. Like I'm not gonna put in headphones to <laughs> voluntarily <laughs> listen to Christmas music. I'm not gonna listen to it while working out or like doing work like what about when you're playing warzone no that's <laughs> insane who's listening to fucking jingle bells while shooting people in the face Psychopath. like that's that's crazy shit that's insane you don't want to put this in the car with your coworker? Just, no just drive it down. that's the thing that makes me sick too is if i play this in front of anybody they're probably gonna be like ooh, christmas yay <laughs> Then we'll have to go on a shooting spree in real life. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes, Christmas queen. <laughs> hate it. I hate the Christmas queen. That should be your goal in life is to get a yes Christmas queen from a <laughs> from a, a, either a gay man or from a, from a sissy. Yeah. Hey, sissy, listen to this mix. <laughs> yas, Christmas queen. <laughs> yas. <laughs> oh, God. hate it all. <sighs> Maybe yep. I'll just turn gay this year for Christmas. You've never said why, right? Like, you weren't, like, diddled or anything on Christmas. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no, it's the opposite. Actually, I tried to fuck Santa, and he did not let me. <laughs> oh, so this makes this mix is about you. <laughs> what? It is. Yeah, the title. I, I don't even pay attention to the title. I jazz myself sometimes when I sit on Santa's lap. Oh no, I I was ready to go for hours with Santa, but he was not having it. <laughs> it was more of a dominance thing. It's not like I'm attracted to him. It's just it just pissed me off, and it's just never. That is a funny because typically, like, there's this Santa's going to get hard with little kids on his lap, right? But it is a funny dominant saying to be like, "No, I'm the one that's hard, Santa." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look at my dick, Santa. Especially if you're a kid, like <laughs> no. the Santa can't be like uh, <laughs> pointing out the boner. <laughs> it's like that Captain Phyllis meme. Like, look at me. I'm the pervert now. <laughs> Fuck you, Santa. <laughs> uh, 
that's a bummer. When you Google Christmas Queen, it just comes up with the Queen of England, that lady that died. You gotta type in Yas Christmas Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Elizabeth in front of Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> Yas Christmas and then it's K W E E N. Uh she still comes up. Okay. There we go. <laughs> There's some other stuff. But... I got you. <laughs> oh fuck. No. Oh, how do I there we go. Yeah, it's Christmas Queen. Just old Queen Elizabeth. She says, Yas Queen, slay. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, are you a Christmas queen? God damn it, RJ. You keep the microphone next to your fucking <laughs> mouth. This is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> and I said no. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Treats a fucking microphone like a walkie-talkie. <laughs> like, and no, over. <laughs> Like you're in a fucking military helicopter just shooting people down. <laughs> yeah. Airplane. That's a 10-4 I am a Christmas queen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any uh, holiday drinks that you like to indulge in, RJ? Just, just eggnog. Sissy bitch shit. Do you spike your eggnog? No, just eggnogs. Come. <laughs> <laughs> what about an eggnog shake? Do you have that? Uh, he does. I, I've had it before, but he I haven't had it. He does it every year. Do you like it? It's good. Are there eggnog egg? with uh, well, eggnog with vanilla ice cream is a good milkshake. That is a milkshake. What about eggnog yeah. ice cream? I've had it before, and I'd like. <laughs> I'd rather just have eggnog. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting into things RJ is interested in. What's Are your favorite Ben and Jerry's? Ben and Jerry's or Hagen Dazs? Uh, I don't know. Mint chocolate chip, yes or no? Yes. I'm a big no. Baskin Robbins or Cold Stone? Ooh. Uh, Baskin Robbins. Really? What? Yeah, I don't like adding all that other stuff. I just like. You don't have to. You don't have to. In my mind, I have to. No, you don't have to. I'm like, nothing else. RJ does think that way, though. Like, as soon as, like. Add cheese, nope. If, like, if I'm door dashing something and it's from, like, a restaurant he hasn't had before, he'll be like, okay, give me 45 minutes to study the entire menu. Yeah. And then I'll probably get back to you in about three hours <laughs> after I've mastered all of the modifications. Yeah, and, I don't, I and then I'm just going to get something standard that I get at every other Thai restaurant. <laughs> I like the idea that Cold Stone uh, pressures you into putting multiple yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of time, okay, probably in the last like five years I've been to Cold Stone probably twice. That's How many times wow. have you been to Baskin Robbins? What do you do at a yogurt place? Times. I DoorDash. With just nothing in there? Anything, yeah. No, no, I guess <laughs> just gets there. an empty cup. But I'm not there to get <laughs> Full of M&Ms. M&Ms. <laughs> I just want a tiny M&Ms. Yeah, if I can order it online, I can, like, analyze everything. What's there to time. analyze, RJ? There's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, versus if I'm in front, I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know what to get. Butterfinger? I was like, ah, oh, but what happens if I want Snickers? You can get them both. Yeah, yeah that's but- the... God damn it. <laughs> But when I DoorDash, it could take me 20 minutes to decide. <laughs> it, what? Longer. Much longer. Yeah. So if I'm ordering online, I, 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 I get those things, but I don't go to Goldstone. Do you make decisions quicker when you order things online? No. 
I think he just he wouldn't make the decision inside of a cold stone. Yeah, so I don't I don't go. So there, he wouldn't so. make the decision at all. I've only been forced when people would want to go there or like if I go see a movie and cold stones in the Eldorado. I think he might look at all the options and then just be like I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Leave for a little bit. <laughs> Do you ever have coffee from places that you never gone to before? Uh He's got to study the menu. Yeah. <laughs> I go to my work and then I go to Dutch Brothers and then sometimes Devin be like, try Dutch this brothers, out. So I was like, okay. okay. Dutch Brothers. The it. Brothers. <laughs> the Brothers. <laughs> uh, amen, brother. That's where you can say the N-word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chill out, man. You with the Dutch Brothers. If the and Dutch Brothers say it's cool, it's cool. And Dutch Bros doesn't have a complicated menu or you've just been there enough? Oh, I know what I want. A large ice six shot Kokomo. Do you, do you ever get like nope. other things, <laughs> no, none of that. Nope, I, get, nope, I get the nope. Rebel energy drink sometimes. They, they sell their energy drink, and I'll buy that. So you're not big into experimentation with food, huh? No, just his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Has Devin ever? De, if Devin made a meal for you, would you eat it? Yeah. As, yeah, if he doesn't have to decide, yeah, if, if it's I, brought to him, if he brought, I will eat anything. He will eat me. literally anything. You'll be like, I put like jalapenos. <laughs> yeah. in it. I was like, I don't like it, but I'll eat it. Exactly. You'd be like, this is a live like making decisions. Octopus stuffed stuffed inside of a giant lobster. <laughs> I, I, octopus scares. And you have me. to smash its head with a hammer before you eat it raw. Well, and be like, well, I'll try it. Give me a fork. I'm like, no, you eat it with your hands. It'd be like chopsticks. <laughs> you wouldn't care. Uh, but if you had to order that off a menu, you'd be like, I don't oh, know yeah, if I'm going to like it. 20 minutes in, I'm just still deciding, do I really want octopi? Yeah. Yeah. So you can go into Cold Stone and be like, hey, give me your best thing. Oh, yeah. But then no, that's to, too much That's yeah. too much gray area for you, isn't yeah, it? They'll be like, <laughs> be like I don't know your preferences. Like, what do you I don't like? know if I like licorice. <laughs> say, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> See, you automatically go to the worst thing possible. You're that's like, why they're going to put I, it in there. Like, they're, no, probably they're, gonna like, they're probably going to like licorice and turkey, and I just don't like turkey that much. It's, like, <laughs> it's fucking ice cream. Ice cream. They're the not going to go. Okay. Yeah. So you can't yeah. give them that option because yeah. then they're going to do that. That's why it is DoorDash. And then I could pick exactly what I want. No if somebody turkey. asked you, if you're at the register at work and they're like, what's your favorite sandwich? Yeah. What, what would you, you say? say? Honey, ham, and egg because it makes us most money. Oh, it's there not the go. worst thing on the menu? Weird. Yeah. And it's not your personal <laughs> favorite. <laughs> yeah. Weird. That's what people do when they serve things to other people. They yeah. take into yeah. consideration <laughs> other things. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't, I, I don't do that. Yeah. I forgot that is a super cheap one to make. <laughs> That's a good sandwich too. Just sourdough, mayo, ham, and eggs and cheese. And onions. Can't go wrong. Onions? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. But are you are you a cheap person, RJ? I'm stingy sometimes. Oh, we don't use that word anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Filipino. Okay, I guess that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. So sometimes you could be cheap, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite of cheap. I, I get it from my mom. I do spend money. I spend lots of money on stupid stuff. Like what? Uh, my camera, my lens, my but MacBook. That's for a, a career you want to have. That's not stupid stuff. But he does eat it too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, disposable I lick, lenses. I lick my screen sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm, microchips. I like make sushi on my keyboard. <laughs> yeah, just because I can. <clears throat> a dumb per- uh, purchase. I don't even know what it. The, none well, of those should are I dumb tell purchase. him about my Amazon s- stage that I went well, through? Well. <laughs> 
I mean, were you ordering bounce houses? If no. they had a bounce house on sale, then yes, you would. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time. But that wouldn't be that dumb of a purchase. That'd be kind of fucking sick. We got the room for it. One time, one of the our like our friends that worked at uh, Coffee Republic would be just like, like, oh, you guys should like totally buy like the inflatable T Rex costume because it would be funny. And I was like, I have one. He's like, you bought one. I was like, yeah, it was on sale. Yep. I have it. It's in my it was room on sale. Once. Yes, yeah. you didn't pay full price for it. You got to no, it's true. But that's. Everything that he's bought, yeah, and then I, I besides I would, the camera stuff. What's that uh, place? Falling prices. Oh yeah, what? oh yeah. You know about falling prices? No, I don't care about pricing. <laughs> I yeah. I agree, but but it's all I learned stuff through from like Amazon and Target. And so tell them how it works. Open bins. You just go in there and you sort through open random bins of random stuff. And you so the first day, stuff. everything in the store is five bucks when they get a shipment. The second day, everything's like four bucks. Oh, it's a treasure Third day, hunt, you're telling me. Yes. Okay, and I'm then in by, on the treasure hunt. By Saturday, everything in the store is like 25 cents. Yeah, so it's and all and broken pieces. No, no, no. I, I sometimes go because I found video games. I found Apple yeah. cables and stuff. <laughs> Apple cables. We have... <laughs> we have... Uh, Damn, how, how, many, <laughs> how many things of garlic salt do we have? I have like... <laughs> Eight things of garlic salt. <laughs> Large industrial size <laughs> containers of garlic salt, it, it which was, we've $4. used two of them. I think, and I gave one to my mom, one to my brother. Too. Yeah, so like <laughs> it's gone. It was like twenty five cents. So hell yeah. Uh, like a, a lot of that shit's whole coming drawer super of cables that I don't use. Arch. <laughs> oh, I have a drawer full of cables I don't use. <laughs> just take a picture of it and put like one dollar each, and then just put it near RJ. You, you like, should. Hmm. You should bring things to put in there. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel bad for throwing them away. That's a good idea. You bring your flashlight, put it in there. Five dollars. <laughs> Just burn things that you've had sex with and put them in there. <laughs> it's like that's my kink. <laughs> Just discarding my fifis. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm in on the treasure hunt. I love treasure hunting. So I'm cool with you there. Yeah, no, there's a lot of cool shit there. But you were doing that for a while. And then, uh, but I don't know if you bought like dumb shit. It would always be like, it would just be small, like, a lot of small I'd be like, stuff. Like I found olive oil, and that's $4. Yeah. Or it, like, I think you got into film photography because you found a Ooh, bunch of like film photography shit yeah, for 25 cents. And right. you're like, that's probably valuable. I guess I need to uh, find a giant projector. Yeah. <laughs> to, to build a dark room so now. Falling prices started the film thing. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you make bad purchases, RJ. No. You drive a Honda Civic. Yeah. That's true. Devin, how many bad purchases on cars have you made? <sighs> you talk about how many cars I've had in general. <laughs> no, just the bad purchase ones. <laughs> the bad ones. Um, They're all good. Yeah, Two fifty <laughs> bad purchase. Um, Subaru is pretty good. Which one? That. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, the, the WRX was that was a good one. I did have some troubles with that, so they'd end up not working out too good. <laughs> the Baja didn't really count, uh, but then I had a Subaru before that that I got for like that one actually turned out good because I got that for like eight hundred bucks, and I think I sold it for like eighteen hundred. So okay, yeah, it did have like three hundred thousand miles, and then poured out smoke <laughs> at stoplights. But pretty good car for a couple of years. Um, what about the Caprice? Caprice? Yeah. That was a great deal. <laughs> I mean, I got that thing for like, I, that was like 750 bucks. 
That was great. I traded that for like five hundred dollars worth of Vicodin. <laughs> that was a great deal. win. <laughs> Score. <laughs> um, let's see what else. I had the. Uh, Did you actually count that you got what was uh, the actual amount of Vicodin? To make no, he all there? actually sold me um, Tylenol, and then I had to go back and. It was a whole ordeal. I I don't think I got that much Vicodin, but yeah, I got enough for me. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, let's see what else was there. Uh, I had a Nissan Frontier. That's a very bad purchase. Uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that one. one sucked. The Chevy Silverado was a dumb purchase because I could not yeah, afford yeah. that. Remember was, that one too. Was the notchback originally your purchase? Yeah, but that was a great purchase. <laughs> I fucking love that car. <laughs> That I was just thinking the, about the, the floor, day. like out yeah, the, the floor pan was gone. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, I bought that for <laughs> five grand. You know how much that car is worth today? Uh, like eighty grand. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. But you have to like do stuff to it. No, no, oh, just selling. They're selling the shells for like forty five thousand. Wow. No engine, no wheels, no interior. Forty five. No 000. floor pan. No floor pan. Wow. And now that I weld. Floor pin, that's like a two-hour job, like super easy. You should have kept it. Why would you give it to Dustin? So, uh, well, I sold it to him and then took it back from him and sold it to my (laughs) boss for, uh, I think, more Vicodin. (laughs) I forgot about that. Uh, See, RJ, you're great with your money. What are you talking about? (laughs) Then I had the square back, too, that definitely didn't have a floor pin. That one had a giant hole in it. That was like you could see the ground. Yeah. Um, That was a bad purchase, but that was only 700 bucks. A lot of these, too, just to mention to anyone that's listening this far, literally was just like Devin lived with his mom, and there was like 20 cars outside of his house. Yeah. And they're all his. Yeah. Yeah, Devin lived with his mom, had a ridiculous amount of cars, and a swimming pool business, and was addicted to bike. Yeah. So I was pretty much the coolest guy. That anybody's ever met, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I mean, that's living the dream. You're around in a six Subaru Baja. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> ripping cigs and popping bikes. <laughs> like, I'm going to go home and fucking work on my, my classic VW. And then I would just go and play Guitar Hero with my friends and get super high until like two in the morning until the cops come. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. RJ, you're responsible, man. You need to give yourself more credit. Stop hanging out with these losers, RJ. <laughs> that was old, RJ. Uh, I've moved on. That's true. He did buy chopsticks recently. I did. <laughs> like nice ones? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. wood. Yeah, it's like a, a, a like, reusable set. Like yeah, a well, case for them that you could bring places? Not yet. But. Uh, it, it comes in a box. It has a box? But it's, uh-huh. it's not that fancy. But uh, oh. one time we got like sushi and they didn't send us chopsticks and I was pissed off. So I bought my own. Christian and I had like a month period where we just ate everything with chopsticks. It's pretty yeah, hard. <laughs> rice is super hard, isn't it? No, rice is pretty compared to cereal. Rice is easy. Man. <laughs> cereal stuff. Yeah. I we, mean, unless you just eat Cheerios or Fruit Loops. Yeah. No. No. It's uh. Yeah. It's the sogginess gets in the way. Rice is pretty easy. You just kind of shovel it, and a lot of if, especially if it's sticky. Yeah. If it clumps up, then no. it's good. But if it's like soupy and has like teriyaki sauce, that's so annoying. Yeah. Well, you just kind of got to pour it in your mouth. You dip it in the teriyaki sauce. You don't just I just eat it like they do in the animes. <laughs> <laughs> I just open my eyes really big and go, ah, 
That's the ramen bowl. Yeah, but I just do that with rice. Oh, okay. Damn, I could go for a ramen bowl right now. Yeah. Rice cakes. Mm. Rice cakes. Yeah. yeah, but it's a four pack, so you can use your own chopsticks too. You got two chopsticks? No, it's a four pack. You got two more. <laughs> So there's eight total. He there's made, eight? You made the economical choice, which was a good deal to probably get wow. a four-pack. Yeah. yeah, there was a two-pack, but then I was like, well, Devin's going to probably take one and forget it in his lunch bag. And then I'm like, damn it, now I only have one and one I wouldn't broke. do that. I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I would use my hands before I would have to use chopsticks, <laughs> which I've done. I'm going to, like, sabotage your box, like your lunch, your lunch box, and just take out your forks and leave chopsticks. No, I, I thought you were talking about a pussy for a second. <laughs> yeah. Sabotage your box. <laughs> sabotage my box and put a booty trap in there. <laughs> no, I've left a fork at home before, and I've used a piece of foil to make into a fork to eat my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, if I had chopsticks, I probably would use that. I just use my hands. I always I had dirty hands. Like poopy so, hands? You did. Probably. <laughs> Who knows what I do? Oh. <laughs> you do. You know what you do. <laughs> I kind of black out sometimes <laughs> while you're working with electrical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just wake up covered in shit. <laughs> Lunchtime. <laughs> How am I going to eat my food with all this shit on my hands? <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for indulging me, RJ. You're welcome. I like it when you indulge me. Yeah, RJ. Indulge me more. Be my dove chocolate, RJ. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Be my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Be my Sarah McLaughlin, RJ. I know you want to. Be the arms of my angel. Be my Adia. <laughs> Be my AIDS. <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure, for sure. Yeah. I love watching AIDS patients. Be my little bug chaser, RJ. <laughs> Just fuck me in the ass, right, James? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for love. <laughs> uh, RJ, I hope one day you get convinced into gay sex. Yes. I hope it happens for you. I'm too far yes. gone. It can't happen to me in my life. I've got a son. You, know. <laughs> you got well. <laughs> it could still happen. Maybe later in life. You meet a fine cowboy down in Texas. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> dropping your son off at college his first day of college <laughs> you're like well I guess now's as good a time as any then you have your broke back mountain moment <laughs> yeah. oh I don't want love that's when they used true. abused just, and thrown true. away yeah. <laughs> I just want a broke back uh, yeah. yeah that's right <laughs> I want to break my back and mount him yeah <laughs> no I just want to suck some college boys off <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, Dad, you're not allowed in my college anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, that's what all the dads should be striving for. That's yeah. when your kids leave the roost, you just go suck off some kids his age. Yeah. <laughs> you just work at the college to haze the children. Yeah. Like, did your dad suck all of us off? <laughs> yeah, he's so embarrassing, gosh. It's the hazing process for the college students. <laughs> Dad, he's always doing this. <laughs> Literally, you just wait outside to be like, if you want into this fraternity, come here. Yeah. You got to get sucked. <laughs> you find out there's no affiliation with you in the college. You just yeah. want to suck just go off. right next door and do the same thing to the other frat. Yeah, I'm just a cool dad. Yeah, <laughs> I got a fanny pack and sunglasses. Yeah, he can pull mm. my hair. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I was like, grip your thighs. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, just the, like right before uh, you move on to the next one, be like, all right, the final test for this hazing is you guys know what a boot cocky is. <laughs> In Texas, it's called a boot cocky. <laughs> <laughs> they wear boots. Yeah, I mean, RJ, come on, man. If they figure out how to extend life till we are 150. There's no reason why you can't spend some time sucking yeah. that off. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but there's no reason you can't, RJ. Yeah. You could just put a condom over it. It's fine. Sky's yeah. the limit. Have yeah. a dental dam. Yeah. Just pretend like you're sleeping. Just see how you like it, you know? No, just pretend you're eating a hot dog. Ooh, you like hot dogs. Yeah. I do like hot dogs. I have hot dogs in the fridge. RJ has hot dogs in the fridge right now. <laughs> yeah. These hot dogs are pre-cooked. Oh, he's going to think about this. Yeah. I'm weighing the pros and cons. <laughs> it's just you, life is so long. You know? Mm-hmm. There's so all sorts dogs. of things you can do with your life. So are hot dogs. So are hot dogs. True. Some of the 12-footers. Uh, I mean. 12-footers? Yeah. I don't. 12 inches. <laughs> I mean, I like looking at the long hot dogs. I don't want a long hot dog. No. Oh. I like Vienna sausages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just get your nice nice little Jimmy John sort of or what's yeah. his name? Jimmy Jean. You get a little Jimmy, Jimmy, Jean. Jimmy Jean Jimmy Jean jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little brown boy. You know. yeah. <laughs> Not a patty. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh yeah, a little brown boy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Jimmy John's jean jackets. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you could be a full-on denim man, sucking off boys. <laughs> <laughs> Cuban tuxedo. Yeah. You could be whatever you want with CRISPR one day, RJ. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I'm too far gone. Okay, <laughs> You got to live but out you, our fantasies. <laughs> there's still hope for RJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, well. I'm excited for Christmas. <laughs> uh, oh, you never know what you're going to get in your stocking, RJ. On-air meeting. Are we not recording next week? No. We'll take oh, week off. Yeah. yeah. Next Sunday is like Christmas, right? Is that the 25th? Oh, yeah, and then the 1st yeah. is the next Sunday. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't care about New Year's Day. I don't know what you guys are doing. Yeah, it's not. I only celebrate Chinese New Year's. Yes. So. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. I'm I only have not a... Chinese. <laughs> you might be. We don't know yet. Do that Filipino New Year's? I don't think so. Ask your mom for me. I feel like every month they're like, it's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know what years are. Ask them if uh, they've got animals for every month. Ask your mom that. Oh, yeah. Do it for me, RJ. Like this is the year of the pig. This is the year of the coconut. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. It just alternates between those two. They got a mango. And a ma- yeah, a mango. You got mango trees in the Philippines? Yeah, my mom would go to the store with me, and she's like, "These are so tiny. Like back, like in the Philippines, they were like three times the size for like half the price." Oh, she knows a big mango, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. She said she just climbed trees and get like you know. I think she got bananas. She climbed those trees. Ooh, getting bananas and mangoes. <laughs> Ooh, she climbed the trees. You think she still can? No. You think she's still climbing trees? No, she's got a bad back. Oh. It'd be funny if she got to Placerville and was like, I wonder if there's mangoes in those oak trees, <laughs> like the you know, giant ones. You know, I'm talking about sex, RJ, right? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 
climbing the tree it just means sex. And you said she has a bad back <laughs> and she's not having sex anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Merry Christmas to all. And to all, a tight butt.